Hello and welcome to Uncap Gaming, your one-stop shop for all unprofessional opinions about video games. So on this week's episode, we'll be discussing some juicy discourse on Twitter between the indie devs, the journals, and the content creators. And then we've got, uh, so Pokemon Scarlet and Violet both have a release date. I know they always come out on the same day. And then we've got some uh, got some juicy uh, little uh, events happening this month. We're going to get loads of announcements. So we're going to we're going to talk mm-hmm. a bit about that. Um, but before we get started, uh, you can find us lurking on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Uncap Gaming. See even more content on our YouTube channel and join our community on Discord. All of which are linked in the description of this episode below. So, before we get into the heavy stuff, what, what have we been playing? Start with Philip. Start with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, since we last did a proper, because I know we did, we did the Last of Us episode last time, so we didn't really talk about it, did we? So, it's been like two weeks. I feel like I've played like loads of random stuff. Um, just today, I had like a bit of a go at this... Um, thing called uh in- injection pi 23 no name no number which is a hell of a mouthful for a game which has a really good atmosphere really quite cool but i like kind of reached a point within like 10 minutes where i didn't know what the hell i was supposed to do next i was like okay because it was it's like a survival horror one but like whatever puzzle they've set up is is obviously far too obtuse for me so I don't know what what I need to do to progress. So I'm just sort of stuck on that. So I didn't really play that for very long. Um, other than that, because I've got my uh, Xbox Series S sitting beside me now, I've been had a little bit of a go at Halo Infinite. Had a bit of a go at Doom Eternal, um, and also Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, which I've got to say is just mm, I am <laughs> so I am very much enjoying that so far. Um, Halo Infinite's good as well, I would say, but then I played Doom, Doom Eternal and almost immediately it overshadowed it, so sorry yeah. to any Halo fans. Um, the glory kill mechanics just can't be beat on that, I think. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of everything other than The Last of Us, which we spent a whole podcast talking about. That's pretty much all of it, I think, from my side. Dale Don Dale. Um... Do you know what? I, I've not actually played much. Um, I've been watching more than I've been playing. Call of Duty um, Esports Major 3 is coming up this weekend now, so I'm I'm buzzing for that, but it's been all the, the pre-major games to decide like all the seedings, so I've been heavily watching that. Um, no indie games, so I might be a villain. Um, and um, yeah, Sea of Thieves. Uh, we played Sea of Thieves to the stream, didn't we? Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I, um, I played that too, but I, I'm assuming that everyone who listens to this podcast obviously watches our glorious live streams because we're fantastic. Um, <laughs> that was fun. Though. Yeah. No, it was it was really good. It was it was really interesting. It's really nice to see how far the games come in terms of like when you first started. It was pretty barren. barren it was yeah. a fun game, but it was it was pretty barren but like we had a moment where we were sailing with all our treasure and next thing you know these two npc pirate ships just come up next to us and we just all absolutely panicked other than lloyd steering the ship who just kept everything slightly under control but um it is he's a good 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 pilot pilot driver captain captain what what you is that what you call it yeah steering steering wheeler guy 
Um, yeah. I don't think they say aye aye pilot. <laughs> aye aye, Captain Driver guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just just about that really. Um, I've been just kind of paying attention um, to to COD more than anything. I, I, it's been a pretty busy week, so yeah, lack, lack of games for Dale. <clears throat> Lights. Uh, yeah, so I was, I've obviously played Sea of Thieves, um, and then yesterday I revisited Inside on the Switch. I picked it Ooh. up for about £2. Um, Damn! So that, that's a steal for me, because I freaking love that game. Um, yeah, I was just downstairs cooking some food, and I was like, do you know what I haven't played in a while? My Switch. I was originally going to play Lego Star Wars, and then it had an update, and I was like, I can't be asked waiting for that. So, uh, so gonna, you bought a game, I, I, downloaded a game, and played no, I've the had game. It, I've had it for a while. I've had it, like... Oh! Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant you picked it up to play. Nah, Sorry, my bad. I know that. I had silt. I've got silt today, so I got to pick that up today. So. Uh, oh, I have seen yeah. silt. Silt looks pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's kind of like inside. So <laughs> I think that kind of encouraged it a bit. It's like yeah, a kind that's, of puzzle, that's adventure sort of thing, and the graphics are quite similar. So yeah, I'm excited to play that tonight after this. So we best hurry up and get through it. Um, and, uh, and then... well, that's the end of the podcast everyone thank <laughs> you so much for see, listening see you later, see you later. <laughs> I, I teased you all with news but we're, we're not we uh, um, I tell you I, I tell you what um, I don't know where I was going there sorry carry on I was going to go into something but I forgot where I was going to go <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about the games now should we uh, should we get into the uh, the juicy bit Cause I know we shall Dale's into the gossip. I'm not I, I was I was making a joke like <laughs> listen to, to preface, <laughs> indie games deserve to be, you know, showcased and stuff. I, I, some of my favorite games are indie games. It's, it's hard not to be, you know. But do you want to introduce the discords? I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, it started off with a tongue. I, I well, it seemed very slightly tongue in cheek tweet of uh, a, a, a game dev basically saying that um, the. Uh, so it was basically around um, gaming outlets, news outlets, kind of not having the same energy for AAA title uh, for indie titles as AAA titles, um, and then it kind of all kicked off for a day. Thankfully, it's kind of died down a bit now, so there's no more bickering. I, I, I wouldn't. It wasn't loads. It wasn't bickering. It was loads of people just kind of citing their their side, and people just kind of going, "Yeah, we all kind of agree." But um, yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, and uh, and then yeah, so it, it was just basically indie devs saying that we're not. Uh, they feel that indie games aren't getting enough coverage, um, and then uh, journalists basically being like, "Well, you know, we're kind of told what to do and 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 stuff like that." And yeah, so it was just this. And then obviously content creators got involved, and they're like, "Well, you know, what about us?" <laughs> and then and it was just this um, kind of weird thing. But yeah, it was um, it was interesting because like I kind of get it. Like it, it's obviously difficult making games, and mm. when you're kind of you, you make a game, you're obviously passionate about it. I think, it, it, and you you kind of believe in it, and it's like I think it's great, but it's just not getting the coverage I feel it deserves, and it's kind of this like weird sort of thing. But then we've got we we we're in such an oversaturated market now that these games kind of have to stand out, and then and then we're we're talking about things like SEO and and the marketing side of things. On both sides, I think from from journalists and uh, and uh, from journalists and the dev- developers, um, and yes, yeah, and then obviously you've got content creators who are in the, in the same boat as journalists in a way. Um, but it should, yeah, it's quite interesting because obviously you did journalism in 
in uni. So uh, that's, it, it, it is clicks, unfortunately. Yeah, and yeah no, that's no, I, I understand. Yeah, because like obviously, I did I did marketing in uni. I've you know I've helped market games as well. So it's kind of like I, I kind of understand that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's it, like obviously it's very difficult because you, you know, you, and and then you've got unsolicited emails and stuff, and you and I know like some some people get like thirty plus emails a day about games to play and it's kind of having the thing is well, like... you get i mean even if you're not like a big massive news media outlet like as a you know very small content creator like i a period like i think we got like on the uncapped gaming like these like sort of you know, these kind of emails where someone reaches out and says we've got this interesting collaboration opportunity for you and it's like some weird spam um and like we only get a couple, but like the bigger you get, the more are. So, and then if you get like if you're huge, the the amount of stuff that you'd have to filter through to try and find what's genuine and what's not in the first place, beyond then seeing out of the genuine stuff, what's worthwhile. I can see that 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 being a, a big um, problem. I mean, the other the other thing I was going to say, kind of off the bat, was that I missed the controversy on Twitter. So obviously, like Twitter itself didn't think that the indie games were worth covering. <laughs> It was very. It was very. It was. Oh. It was, it was, it was <laughs> but no. Sorry, I had to. That's good. That's really good. Um, like but yeah, that. it was. It was very short-lived. But I think, like I said, it was kind of a weird discourse where, like, no one really disagreed with each other. It was kind of a t- like I said, a tongue-in-cheek sort of post that kind of kicked off, and then, and then everyone being like, "Ah, oh, you know what? Yeah, I kind of agree." And then it just simmered out and that's was... not no wrong site twitter doesn't agree with each other yo you sure <laughs> is that why it's so strange yeah that's, that's why i use the word strange like yeah it's <laughs> it's it's just clicks unfortunately a lot of the this this hundreds of thousands of indie games that get made yeah, yeah. and i'm sorry but majority of them are just not interesting to cover as well like not everything can be amazing like no you know, I, I don't know if I'm getting that point across right, but they do have to go through clicks. They like the news outlets have to make money as well. And I'm I'm sorry, but covering a tiny game that twenty odd people might be interested in is not gonna. I think that the thing oh, that people kind of oh, forget as well. Well, not forget, but maybe don't realize. Like particularly now, like print media obviously is dying off. Like not many people buy magazines anymore, which is mm-hmm. why like the magazine versions. Like I, I went into Smith's the other day, and like the, there were like a couple of game magazines there, and they were like twenty so quid each or something. And it was, yeah, like, ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. people are going to pay money for that on the regular. So there's websites, and obviously the main source of income then is rev- is advertising. Because again, people, especially as we get more and more oversaturated with things to subscribe to, people aren't going to subscribe to websites and all these different things mm-hmm. so um yeah so it's advertised so their the, the job ultimately isn't to like sell content to you it's to sell you as an audience to advertisers and the thing that brings more people in like because most you know people who the people who are active on like youtube or twitter or wherever else in comments or making videos or just generally talking about stuff are a minority that most people will just devour like whatever the latest big thing is that yeah um no, you know that's right game triple a game companies have spent 
however many millions on marketing for and all this sort of stuff. So that's that's the first hurdle you're up against anyway. And that's not journalists' fault. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just the way the yeah, industry's yeah. gone because that's so, not limited to games journalism. No, no. So the the, the 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 original tweet then came out like basically said, you know, I wasn't aiming this at journalists specifically. I was kind of aiming it at the um the more the systems that are in place which don't allow that thing to sort of happen because obviously I, I kind of understand that because like AAA is very much like it is very much like let's rinse and repeat what we can until it doesn't sell anymore in a way uh, there, is, yeah, there, is, there is a lot of maybe. that in AAA and then yeah there's a lot of the, that in most games though yeah 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 but but like there, there's a niche there's a lot more freedom of there's a lot more scope of freedom in indie games because obviously they oh have, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, so that, yeah so like that that was kind of the the general gist of it and then you know people were kind of saying like why you know how does the next sort of big like unique thing come out of this and how how does that sort of happen with the um in terms of the game and they were just basically saying like capitalism sucks like sort of thing like it's a bit but like it is it's obviously very difficult because like a lot of algorithms are built around if we're not even just talking about specifically things social media now a lot of algorithms are based around click generation so if you're you know if you if it's not even the financial side of things it's just how algorithms work to show people what they're interested in so you, you know like if you're clicking on a lot of call of duty stuff and but you're also you know you're interested in indie games and you're clicking on the indie games and it's you, you, your algorithm is kind of coming to you as a thing you're going to get a lot more of that stuff that is like is more shareable because it's going to be top of the algorithm do you know what i mean so the more popular stuff is obviously going to find it so because like I, I i've found out about loads of through this discourse like loads of um publications that i wouldn't have previously like known. i know i know a few that do it like um are they upper cut or upper crit they're a very good um outlet and they cover loads of indie games they're very very good as well but yeah, um Mindframe's another one yeah this this there's some great ones but yeah. it's it's the ones is it's just clicks. It is clicks, and not not every game is going to get its limelight because it's it's just not. And I think it's kind of come down to a bit of a stupid argument that just I, I reading through it, I was just like, well, you just like why? Like this, this is just like there's there's not many ways you can fight against this. I I don't understand what's what's going on. Yeah. It just, it confused me a bit. Yeah, because like the way I see it, it's not just about that one individual game. It's kind of like if you're making your first game, for example, and you're growing as a developer, because like obviously we're creators, right? So like we mm. haven't got massive bases. Like we're struggling because like obviously I do indie content, so it's like a lot harder. Well, not a lot because like if you do a lot a bigger popular thing, it's it could, it could, it's just going to get buried under a lot more other creators. But like say for example. Like I did the Wandering Village a couple of weeks ago, and like the vid IQ score on that was like seventy. But then I did Hack and Slime, and it was like twenty. Do you know what I mean? So like that video isn't going to get a lot of traction. I don't have a big, big thing. So it's like the, those smaller games aren't going to drive me to grow. So then, is it not a case of developers and, and publishers like you know sharing that content and making sure that they're building relationships with these and sharing their you know mm. their posts on things as well to to help grow creators like, they're obviously good enough. yeah but ain't that like a proven case that creators are one of the the better ways to to do things because like look at look at um 
Among Us. Yeah. So, like, that's prime example. I think that's like the star example. Yeah. Fall Guys, even though it's faded into irrelevancy, that that was because that. was that is that an indie game though? I don't, I don't think yeah. Fall Guys. Well, I don't know. Is, is it? Yeah, it is. Is it? I, I wasn't sure. Like, it doesn't count as well, yeah. Is, yeah, okay. But <laughs> that's 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 what I mean. Like, there's there's ways to do it, but the problem is, I, I don't know if like it, it's maybe a case of oh, I've made this game, I put it out, why did it get traction? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, like that's it, that's it, not how things work. It you, works, I think, I as well mean. differently for like. Using the content creator thing, like particularly if you're in like the same with the content creator, you're more likely to grow if you're in a particular niche where which is like popular and you can make regular good content. So they might if your game fits into a niche which is popular with certain content creators, that's why like even though there's precious few of them, like survival horror indie games will even ones like that are like relatively like and paste stuck together made by one person will take off because there'll be like enough co- content creators who share that sort of thing and like are, are eager for like a good old school style horror stuff and they'll make videos about it that's where you get um like i watched a video today about a game called nightmare of decay which is basically put together by one guy um <laughs> and that sort of thing like on a channel which it's got like um nearly 4,000 views on this channel, but the channel's like got 100,000 subscribers or whatever, so these all sorts of things keep popping up, uh, and other things like that will happen, whereas if you make a game like, and not to pick on the guy who started the thread, but I don't think there's a particular niche for um, the parcel delivery game. <laughs> it's like, I know there's like games like Unpacking and whatever else, but they they're not they're like where there's fans of a genre waiting to like do that. That's just sort of once in a while it kind of take off. But, I, t- but- I do get I do get the opposite side though of <clears throat> if a big cre- let's say a big creator because it's the same as an outlet. Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same amount of eyes can blow a game up. I mean, look at Asmogold with Vampire Survivors. But the thing that backs that up is Vampire Survivors is a very good game underneath it was it was a nothing game i'm not sure if it was asmogold that blew it up but i know asmogold was playing it and that drove a lot of attraction i'm not sure i'm not going to claim that it was him but him playing it is going to be one of the, the reasons that loads of people buy it but loads of people buy it because he's it's a good game you know yeah. what i mean and like I, I it think, was yeah yeah definitely it's yeah. still got to be a good game like and to make something like purely unique now is very, very difficult. But Bind of Isaac, for example, is an incredibly good example of taking a, a popular genre and expanding on it and making it really, really, really good. Like it, it kind of had that uniqueness. It kind of had that charm. And y- you know, that's a perfect example of big it. Up, and, big up my boy Isaac. <laughs> but yeah, that's like that's a, and Hades is another good example. Of yeah, Isaac, yeah. The giant, uh, are renowned for making class games but like class games like quality, top quality games so like y- y- you know you've got you kind of got to look at the quality as well and then but like I, I i i like yeah like i've i've known people to be like well you know like i'm going to be a solo dev and that's my that's my marketing campaign like i'm i'm a solo dev i'm doing this on my own and it's like you're not going to sell so like, like it, it's not cool. it, a game good enough like I, I like personally when i'm looking for like indie games i don't care how many people make it like, no, I really like it, it doesn't like, it, it's impressive 
Like, don't yeah. get me wrong, the fact the Stardew Valley was made by one guy is absolutely... absolutely. But what makes Stardew Valley so good, it's an amazing, amazing game. game. Yeah. You know Definitely. what I mean? Like, oh, I yeah, so, like, it, this, like, this topic gets me a bit right. Yeah, I, I do sympathise, because I understand, like, marketing and stuff is frustrating, and, like, if you're a programmer, you're not going to have, like, the know-how and stuff. And it, it is kind of like that sort of... I think the, the, the other... Sorry, I yeah, just... Uh... Yeah, yeah, like the, the other thing that like as well is if you're a one person doing this or a small team or whatever it is you're kind of probably more precious about this stuff understandably but in a way that's not necessarily productive like if you're in a triple a studio and like the game gets criticism you know the one person who did this like one thing um is like shielded from that because it's the company and all this sort of stuff and that's good because you shouldn't be in a position where, like, if people don't like it, you know, th the main thing for that is, like, if you can take feedback and go, okay, this didn't work or this worked, I'll fix it. But if you're in the position, like, the, it's probably easier, especially the smaller and smaller, especially for, like, the one person. If someone said, this is, like, you know, this thing just is broken or whatever. And then to, to kind of, like, see that as an attack on something that you've created and, like, a piece of... Because we've, we've probably all faced it, like, whether it's, like, we, you know... I don't know, we did a drawing when we were a kid or to the, the your mum went, I'm not putting on the fridge shit <laughs> type thing. Yeah. But it, well, that, that's never happened to me, I used to never ask for anything on the fridge. Um but that's it, you you so you've created something and then someone goes, Oh, that's rubbish that or or even more constructive criticism and it's like you know, the tears start well, it's like, oh, well oh. so you've got to kind of learn to be a bit more dis and and obviously if the if that criticism means this is not good enough that it people will be interested in it then that, that's going to be the hardest criticism to take so i think that's probably why people are getting riled up again understandably but it doesn't it doesn't help them learn and develop and no. make a game that then would do the right thing yeah i think yeah, definitely. Like, it, it definitely wouldn't like. They, yeah, like taking criticism is obviously really important, and I think like if you are gonna do it on your own or as a small team, like you need to be able to kind of learn those new skills as well. Like, you need to factor factor in those time that time. Like, even if it makes the game like, it, it, even if it makes like a two year project, a three year project, for example, like you know you need to you need to realize limitations as well because like you are a small team, like you know what skills do you have in that team and and all that sort of stuff as well so it's like you know and then i think also being realistic with your scope is a good idea as well yeah yeah definitely. not everything you make is going to blow up like the biggest ending it's just not it's not it's no. like well it's, it's not it's, it's and it's not it's not it? yeah it's not juno's fault it's not creator's fault like that's not their fault do you know what i mean yeah I think I think this is where a bit of the confusion has come in though. Like I said, it's not no like the original sort of thing wasn't it was kind of the system, but then even then like I was just a bit like is it is it kind of just because people don't have time to watch and play everything? You know, some things are gonna miss out and Yeah, I'd I'd imagine like ninety nine point eight percent of games just get completely missed out. You know what I mean? There's so much being made that unless it's unless it's a standout, people are not going to play it. Yeah, unless unless you're like you've got time and money 
coming out of your ears to like play everything. And that, most people don't. Most people have a limited, limited time, time and, and which limited is, budgets to go. Yeah, which is why they gravitate towards popular games because, okay, it may be a rehash, but they know they're going to get a proper quality game. You know what I mean? I mean, that's quite subjective yeah. sometimes, but yeah. you know what I mean? They're going to go towards these popular games because when they get back from work and stuff, that's what their friends are playing. That's that's yeah. what everyone's Plus, playing. That's just it what they're going to do. you like it as well, because, like, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, like, doubt for a second. Uh, and it's using one that actually did gain traction and gained a lot of attention, like Inscription, which is really well put together by all accounts, but there's going to be people, myself included, who don't really like playing card games on video games that sort of thing isn't necessarily and that doesn't mean like it's bad it just means it's not your thing and there'll be people who are like that with shooters or with footy games or with yeah um platformers or any type of game you care to mention so that's gonna yeah, and it, like obviously like i play a lot of different types of games and i try and play a variety when i'm making content for my stuff as well but it's like sieving out that stuff that i think is good enough to go on there as well and it's like not everything and then it's kind of think figuring out my time as well what i can think and and like like you <clears throat> said before it is like how many clicks can i get how much traction is this going to get just because it's an indie game doesn't mean i'm instantly gonna kind of post it yeah no you know that's I mean? that's fair i think i think it just turned into a stupid argument it was a stupid comment to be fair yeah i, mean, I think even the do you know what i mean <laughs> That's that. That's the exact thing. Like I mentioned at the start, in what we're playing, that game I played with the like the the inscript in injection i twenty three thing. I was intended to do like a playthrough of that, and it got to the point where I was just kind of wandering around lost, and I didn't even have the like will to look up a guide around to do it. It was just like, nope, I'm not making a video with this. <laughs> just leave it. So I mean, sorry to those guys, but. That mm. that happens as well because we're human, and that's yeah, peek behind the curtain of my creative process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's quite difficult because like they're, they're, like there are plenty of people out there like who are willing to do it. Like you've got you know the the guy who runs Super Rare Originals, uh, Ryan. He's done a fantastic job of sharing indie games. There's Splattercat Gaming who do a fantastic job of doing it, and even he came out a couple of, yeah, even he came out a couple of weeks ago and was like. Why? Why are you all complaining at me? Like I can't, I can't play every game. I only mm-hmm. release a video a day. Like I get thirty a day. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like sieving out what's that, and it, like it could even be a case of like I look at that list of thirty. I'm gonna check out ten. It's like CVs. I'm gonna check out ten. I'm gonna play through ten, and then you know whatever with the other one. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, like it, it's. Of course, I want like more indie games to be things. I love them, and like I, you know, I love seeing creative things happen. But like at the same time, it's just I, I think it's kind of an impossible task to kind of be like. But there, there's plenty of options out there, and yeah, you know. And then, and then on the other hand, you've got journalists who are basically like saying, "Well, you know, hold on, I've kind of asked for interviews from indie devs half the time. I'm confused because I'm not a big enough outlet, like." So yeah, it's it's, it's it's scope. It's understanding your scope. scope this is yeah, the thing. It's, it's understanding your scope. Definitely. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to kick like earlier. I'm, I'm chill. <laughs> I'm chill. I've I've been reasonable during this discussion. I've been reasonable, and I'll I'll keep it that way. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I think we should move on before to some more positive news <laughs> before Dale riles up. 
Come on, Ed Day, let's talk about Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god, I threw my pen. Did you see did you see how cute Quaxley looks? How oh, just mate. absolute oh. sassy <laughs> and just oh and Fue Coco is just Yeah, I I am genuinely torn between which one I want. I, I think I'm gonna sway oh. more Quaxley because he's got a I, bit of sass about him. I think so, but Fue Coco is just oh He's amazing. Spirit, Spirit Gato or whatever can do one. Nah, I don't care. Like, go away. <laughs> is you know what I mean? But those Spirit two, Gato, oh yeah, my god! Yeah, I think I think it's Spirit it's Gato or Spirit Spirit Gato or something. Yeah, something Spanish. Um, did you uh, see what the uh, the the pig's name was? Uh, uh la 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 pot. I forgot it. Wait. I, I had no uh, way. Le Chonk, Le Chonk. Le Chonk, that's the one. <laughs> Le Chonk. Oh my god, that's in my team. I am not evolving it. It's staying Le Chonk forever. <laughs> oh my lord. Right, okay, yeah. Before we jump into the discussion, as you can tell, we're both excited. Uh, is it the 18th that's coming out? It is the 18th, isn't it? I don't know. I, I, I've seen oh, the trailer right. briefly. I've not fully <laughs> analysed it. I did, I did double check. I'm just... Yeah, 18th. I thought it was. 18th of November, we'll be seeing uh, Pokemon Scarlet. I've completely where it's gone. Scarlet and Violet will be coming to Nintendo Switch this year. And as excited. you can tell, Dale's already probably pre ordered it. Excited. Yeah, I can't wait. Damn. Yeah. No, nah, multiplayer. Yeah. Multiplayer. Cool. We can, we can adventure with each other and stuff. Like, that's so cool. Like, damn. Uh, the character models, too, look phenomenal. They look so good. The professors, though. <laughs> the professors, though. I, I would happily cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, where is this game based? Uh, Spain, in a Spanish. Spain, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes got sense. got professor facial hair and... Um, <laughs> uh, finely uh, chiseled. It, it, looks, it, it genuinely <laughs> looks good. <laughs> Yeah, but looks, you, yeah, the, so... the world looks empty. Where are the trees? Like, shut up. No one cares. Oh, if, if it's, if it's set away. in Spain, though, we'll, we'll have to um, <laughs> set the challenge to play the whole game in Spanish since she's been living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Que? <laughs> Hola! Donde esta mi Pokemon? But there's La Trunk. Oh, yeah, there's La Trunk. But the two legendaries, what do you think? Oh, they look cool. Yeah. They were like, one was like a, me they're like, are they like dragons, like serpent looking things? Uh, yes, the one's got legs and the other one's got jets. Yeah, they, they look cool. Genuinely yeah. look cool. I'm, I really like about them. One looks like a mythical creature. The other looks really futuristic. Yeah, so it's like the... The, the further ends kind of, like of the ancient, kind of times, yeah, yes. Sort of thing. So I, cool. I don't know whether Arceus is actually going to play into this a bit with the time thing. Hmm, maybe. Because like, that'd be, that'd be Dialga or Palkia, whichever one switch, right? What do you mean? Uh, which one's space? Which one's time? If it's time, it'd be. I. I Think it's the Alga. I, I might be wrong. It's Palkia, yeah. one of the two. Sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah, but yeah, they, like, I, I got a feeling it could be a bit more oomph to the story than like previous. I previous hope so. Generations, because like, yeah, that's where they've kind of fallen flat over the past couple. I would say it's the story. Like, Pokemon's never been really renowned for its story, but like, not really. But I think it'd be cool to see. Um, yeah, that little dog Pokemon they showed off kind of looked a little weak. 
I want sold on that. Is it the fire one? It looks like a mouse. Rather. Yeah, is it a mouse? I, I I've watched it on my phone, so it was a bit small. I couldn't really make out a lot. Yeah, because I when I originally saw it, I thought like I, I instantly went like Pikachu. He was going to be the mouse Pokemon, but then uh, I was like, mouse, it's, a yeah. it's a bit odd that he's not electric. So I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it looked a little a little weak. Um, Lechonk, like the the designs are actually okay. Like I don't yeah. mind them. Um, but yeah, I guess, like I said, I watched it on my phone, so I didn't really have a, the best kind of thing of it, but yeah, um, it, it, looks it looks good. good. It like, genuinely it, does. Like, Talonflame look cool. Yeah, they, they showed off some really... What, what are the ones they show off? Um, Gengar was in there. Yeah, Venonat. Venonat. Um, I'm trying to think, because there's a Pokemon and I was like, oh, yes. And I, I can't remember who it was now. It's going to bug me. But um, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Okay, so should we bring should we bring Phil back into the room? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Phil, like... Phil, you have to play through. The, you have a switch. Yeah. You have to play this through with us. You have to. It'll be part you have of to. Our okay, this... I, I will. I will do it. I will. I will um, get like baby's first Pokemon. <laughs> I played. I played through Resident Evil Village. Wrong. You play through Pokemon. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> play it like a survival oh, horror game. Oh, I will play it wrong. Don't worry about that. <laughs> There's not much you can do wrong in Pokemon, to be fair. To be fair, no, no. But yeah, it will, it will be coming to the Switch on the 18th, um, which we're all very excited about because we're going to get Phil involved. Do, do you want to know an interesting fact, which might be weird to you, I think, Lloyd, about Arceus? Or Arceus, sorry. Go on. It was my first Pokemon game. No. No, no, no. Sun and Moon. No, no, no. Fuck. Let me. Right, let me start the sentence again. Sword and Shield was the first Pokemon game where I took my starter out on my team. What did you have? Inteleon. Um, uh, uh, Sobble. But I took it out on my team. Hmm. I had Because uh, I, I wanted a different Bunny team. And I loved, I loved them. I only found a level score Bunny through um, Unite. But not that I didn't like Inteleon or anything like that. I just formed a different team and just wanted something different. Something different, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just the first time I've ever done it. I always had that little guilt if I put him in the box. Like, I'll pick you up later. I'm so sorry. But now, oh, screw you. You're just another Pokemon to me. Do you know what I mean? I've <laughs> got no attachment. Right, okay. So, yeah, we'll move on. So, that's one announcement. Now we've got plenty more to come. Um, so, we've got Summer Game Fest on the 9th. But first of all, we've got State of Play tomorrow. I forgot about that one. And then Future Game Show on the 11th. And Steam Next Fest, actually, on the 13th to 19th. So uh, June's always a good month, though, isn't it, oh, for games? Yeah. And, oh, and, and, of course, like, Summer Game Fest always has loads of other things. So I think. Yeah, some, Summer Game, I, summer game Fest is really good. There's a full lineup. I've, I've, hold on, let me just get her up. Um, but before, just to mention, we're recording this the day before the PlayStation State of Play, and it will be out after the State, PlayStation State of Play, so um, that's why we will be not really saying too much on it on here, but we'll probably have some sort of... We'll either cover it in the next podcast or have a reaction to it or something. So we've not ignored it. We just... The recording schedule was just awkward. Maybe <laughs> a busy month for us, then. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So the state of play is tomorrow at eleven PM UK time because why PlayStation? It, listen, right. 
I guess it's like marketing or uh, planning or production or whoever comes up with these app, these it's shows, production. right? Production. I'm sorry. I, I, I just went into... I'm sorry, marketing. Listen, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but production, right? The UK and, you know, EU time shows, we exist, okay? Yeah. Not all of us are hardcore uh, grinding uh, gamers that are up to four in the morning anymore. Grinding out ranked mode. We have lives. Don't do that. We... Uh, so, I'm half asleep by half ten now. More reasonably for us, on the night is the Summer Game Fest. That's from 7pm our time, I think. Uh, it might be 8. Um, no, eight. We can do that. Yeah, because yeah, you know? it, it's two, that's 2pm 2 Eastern Standard Time compared to the other one being 6pm Eastern. Yeah. So it's four hours earlier, so that Yeah, 7, I think. And, yeah, and Steam Next Fest always starts at 5, so... Um, yeah. And then... On June the 10th is Netflix Geeked Week Gaming as well. Netflix are getting in on this at 1pm Eastern Standard, so that's 6pm for us. And then Fair. on the same day, um, two hours later, is the Tribeca Games Spotlight. Completely forgot what time. Uh, and then finally, on the 12th, I haven't mentioned Next Fest, Steam Next Fest, because it's not listed on here, but um, yeah. The other one that is listed is Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, which is June the 12th, which is also going to be at 6pm for us. So, see, everyone but PlayStation, and like, you know, PlayStation, I love you because I've got like every generation of your console, but come on! Nintendo <laughs> always do it as well, they're always at awkward times. There's like 3pm and stuff in there, which yeah, is a bit, a bit forgivable because at least like Everyone's not dead, though. Yeah, do you it, know it, what I mean? Depends. Oh, and uh, and future game fest is at uh, eight o'clock. Yeah, well, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, indie games. <laughs> Gets the good old Jeff. You know, yeah, loves Jeff. Good old Jeff. So, but is I'm, there any, yeah. anything we're excited to to see? Monster any announcements Hunter. we're expecting? Monster that's coming out this month. Nothing can excite me. There'll <laughs> be something that will excite me a lot. But Monster that's coming out this month, the DLC, I did. You gotta do good. To then anything we want to see. Um, there's the, there's only a select few things that can get me off my monster the hype train right now. That's you don't have to be hyped for anything you just want to see. Oh, okay. Um, most of the things I, I kind of hoping to see will more than likely be on the state of play if they're going to be out at all. Purely because I think Capcom's got some sort of deal with PlayStation with Resident Evil announcements. They always seem to be through a PlayStation platform. So, again, if I'm wrong, I don't want to be wrong before we've even heard. <laughs> um, for me, not, 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 not particularly. I'm not really, like, like I'm, I'm just watching with, you know, interested eyes to see what, what comes out. Um, maybe, maybe, I don't even know. I, I, I. I I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. Maybe in a minute I'll think of something. But no, what about what anything for you, Lloyd? Um Silk Song! I... Give me some Silk Song news. Come on! You know it's there. Uh, it's <laughs> like the eighth time this eighth time in a row of a podcast. No, Just give me some Silk Song news. You know please, man. I <laughs> I need it. I I need it, please. Please. Good lord, please. Xbox anyway, the Xbox right? Bethesda one's just gonna basically be um, Garfield is it? Presumably Redfall as well. Redfall. Yeah. They, they may announce. Uh, they may announce a new project. 
Yeah. Maybe the, the transition they've yeah, got some Xbox stuff in Xbox works. Yeah, Skyrim, Skyrim 12. Oh, it's <laughs> Xbox Game Studios as well. It's not just Bethesda. I thought it was Xbox. No, it's Xbox Bethesda. and Bethesda. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. In that so case, I, then, yeah. Few, yeah, Xbox might announce Some new too. Xbox I, I, IPs, maybe? What's um, that? There's nothing rumoured, though. What's that? Not, not that I've seen, no. No, uh, seen maybe there is, but I haven't, like... To be fair, I haven't really been paying attention much to the game industry as of like. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we'll definitely. We've got it. Like, surely now after that delay, they they gotta show something for Red Fallen, and Starfield. Like, they gotta give us something. Because uh, we haven't seen anything about them, and now it's like more of a. Because they've re- did they push them back originally anyway? So it's like the second pushback now. Yeah, because yes. everything had pretty much everything had had at least one pandemic pushback. Yeah, so I think I think we might now actually get some because we haven't seen anything for Redfall. Starfield, we've seen a bit, um, but yeah, I think. Well, I if, think it, if it's Xbox, and we might get more on Hellblade too. Yeah, that's, that's a real that's a real possibility. Yeah, I'd I'd probably say that's a given. To be fair, yeah, that's that's a good shout. Um, I don't know what Xbox are up to. To be fair. Give me, give me some more Viva Pinata. We're swinging <laughs> out of left field, please. Yeah, um, the only other game I'm really excited to see is probably something about Sea of Stars from. Um, oh yeah, Evolver and um, uh, Sabotage. That, that's mm. probably a bigger one I want to see. Because um, that what looks if, awesome. That looks really good. What about that? Um, that Obsidian. Fantasy game. Remember that one that was teased? Can you remember? I can't remember what it was called. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have a little look. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, um, I think yeah. Obsidian. Mm, uh, Avowed. Ah, oh, yeah. Have we yeah, seen yeah. much more on Avowed? No, it was announced two years ago. Anything. Yeah. I'd like to see a bit more on that. I look. Pretty interesting to be fair. Um, what's the planet of Lana? They, planet of Lana. I think I think they're showing something about that tomorrow, Tuesday, Thursday. Planet of Lana. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember oh, that? It, looks, it looks pretty. Oh, and um, and Devil Inside, uh, little Devil Inside for PlayStation exclusive. I want to see something about. Yeah. That yeah. Cool. I, again, I. I... It's always kind of not mid, but us, like the only ones we've got, the only PlayStation stuff we've got an actual concrete release date for at the moment is Bespoken. God of War Ragnarok has been definite, both the fact that they've released the accessibility features recently and that the previous game is now headlining the June PS Plus um, lineup suggests that um, if. If I'm wrong, I'll edit this bit out. But well, suggest that God of War Ragnarok will feature in some way in uh, tomorrow's state of play. Anything else we want to add? I do actually have something to talk about. and th- yeah, This is something that probably interests more me than anyone. It might interest you, Lloyd. So, um, obviously, you know, I'm massive into the CDL. I love the CDL. I love Call of Duty esports. It's, it's my, my thing. So, Call of Duty esports is franchised to 12 teams, and uh, people have been moaning about an expansion for quite some time. But with it being franchised, obviously it's a bit more... Uh, it feels like it's a bit more like... How do I put it? 
highly put into that sports bracket. Do you know what I mean? Like that's where they're going. Like because you know the franchise in America and how they do things. So this uh, last weekend uh, was the last week before this major, and what happens is they play three or four weeks of major uh, of qualifiers for points, uh, which adds up for champs. But these point these like points will place your seedings at each major tournament. So this weekend, they had a tiebreaker where two teams literally tied on, like, map count on everything. It was, like, a really, really unusual circumstance. The winner of that team had to play Optic, who are literally the best team in the league, right? Mm -hmm. So it was kind of, to the average viewer, you know, like, you don't really want to win this series, but you can't say that. Call of Duty on their they do like a keys to success, you know what I'm on about though, don't you? At the beginning where they're like, oh I don't know, Boston have to yeah, make sure yeah, to yeah. step up their search and destroy thing. <laughs> on the keys to success, it was written something like, You do not want to win this series. They were promoting match fixing before their game. <laughs> the actual league. This is how dire the people running the league actually are. They were practically promoting match fixing wow. on their official stream. Is is that match fixing or is that just like a yeah, tongue in cheek? Was, how of... is how is that? Yeah, but still, even if it's tongue in cheek, you shouldn't really be saying that, right? No. But like no, you shouldn't you shouldn't say, Oh, you should be playing to lose. Like that should be amongst yeah. friends, not an official kind of no, thing. Like, <laughs> BBC had to come out and report because like a trainee or something. Wrote Man United. Up yeah, I saw thing. that. But like, like, they had to come out with a full-on apology. Yeah, I, like, yeah, like it's mad. I, I'm not sure. Like, I haven't actually seen the series because it got quite late in the night, and I, I'm just kind of caught up. And I didn't even know that was a series until it was mentioned on on the flank. Shout out to the flank, amazing podcast. Um, and I was like, what? And and uh, apparently, I've watched the ending of it. And, like, the people that lost, LA Thieves, they'd be playing Rocker, who are in form right now, but they're not the best team in the league at all. They're not as dominant as Optic. Looked happier because they lost than the team that won, who, like, all was sighing and, like, oh, shit. It was such a... Like, that was literally something that should have been played off-stream, mm. shouldn't have been broadcast, but it's just, like, I just wanted to know your opinion on them saying, like, the loser... Like you want to lose this series. I mean, I I get that as a joke, but if you're doing it competitively and you want to like get big and stuff, surely the chance to kind of even just to say, yeah, we played against the best team in the world would be something. Like, am I missing something there? Or yeah, you're, you're probably gonna it, it get comes down. Too, to, I think yeah, it comes down to you want the easier run because you want the most points to make it to champs at the end of the year. That's what it comes down to. But you're right, if you're a competitive team, surely you want to go against the best because you want to be the best, but you don't want to get knocked down into a loser bracket early and potentially not get any points towards champs when it's so close to, like... Because only eight teams out of 12 go to Worlds, which is crazy, absolutely crazy. Someone was, telling, someone was saying that, like, in, like, the... M M ML... What's the basketball? In the basketball, like, 32 teams and... Yeah. Eight of them go to playoffs, whereas you're in a 12 team and only eight go to play. It's just really so like weird. It's literally for. <laughs> it's literally for, like, spot to be world champs. It just, I don't know, it just, 
Sorry, it's, it's something that's not like I I suppose that goes much towards this podcast, but it just it it was weird, and there was there was some really huge controversial things that happened this weekend with the way that they set the game, like they do when people lag out and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah I just wanted to bring that up and get your two opinions on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it'd be pretty like interesting. This, uh, surely, like if that's if the professional commentators, whoever does the. The editing on that, like, is posting that. Surely that needs to be sorted. I mean, yeah. the keys to victory are trash anyway. Yeah, so, uh, like, they've stepped up a bit, but like, that's just not on. No, that's like it's unprofessional more than anything. And like, that game should not have been streamed because you can literally see the players trolling through that game. They yeah. were not playing to win, and it's just, it's just such, it's not a good look at all. But do you think that's down to the, the, the way the league structure is as well? Um, the yeah, the league, the league should, structure is not a, good. There shouldn't be an incentive to want to lose, surely? Yeah. No, of course not. Um, it's, it's very strange, and it was a really weird situation, but that, that should not... Yeah, the, the league system's not good. I don't think it's yeah, good. I, think, I don't know how they do it. I, th- I think it's a very surface-level thing. You can kind of look at it and go, oh, I was just tongue-in-cheek, but then... Like realistically, not, it, it can set up massive things. Massive things, yeah. And, it's I mean? like, and I think it's kind of revealing a lot as well about how bad the league structure is, in my opinion. It's very it's, bad. Yeah. Um, it's not, not, that, not like real world sports are necessarily an exemplar of anything because we know like just how corrupt a lot, like all the stuff with uh, UEFA and like Liverpool fans and all the, the shit that happens in real life over there, like and things like that, but. There should still be like some sort of standard to hold to like esports. Like, if they want to be taken that, on the same level as real sports, then yeah. I mean, this is this is uh, majority of esports like um, Val. They're all they're all real sports. Disparagingly, I mean, real sports. No, I like, get, real I get what you mean. Physical. Yeah, but like cods, cods are a, a different example. Because instead of it being, it's about the competitiveness, but it's a lot about the storylines rather than the dominant players do you know what i mean it's all about the kind of drama and stuff and that's the company yeah and this is this is the promotional stuff that they do like a lot of the teams will photoshop like their players on wwe things and it is about the storylines but it just i don't know there was like there was a situation this weekend where when you when a game when you lack out of a game you can't pause the game to keep that game going. So this weekend, for a team to literally go into um, either winner's bracket or loser's bracket, if you go into winner's bracket, you get double knockout. So you got to lose two games to be kicked out. If you go into losers, it's one and you're out. So it was a big game. Come down to the last map, search and destroy. Lois, you know search and destroy, right? 5-5, five, five, first to six. Last round, one team had kill streaks which kind of almost secures you the win because, you know, you kind of get free kills off those streaks. Two players lagged out. They had to replay the game and they didn't give streaks and the other team won to get into the thing. It was just, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not explaining it and doing it just as well, but sorry, it's been a really interesting week in cards. It's been a really highlighting week as well. But yeah, I, I doubt they'll ever listen to it, but Toronto, you best go on a run this weekend. Come on. <laughs> Jeez, man! Come on, Toronto. <laughs> talking, Come on. To- talking of Canada. Have you heard the uh, the French thing as well about them banning uh, English uh, in the in the French um, 
the French uh, language committee, whatever they're called. Um, Wait, they, no, they, what? They've banned uh, English esports terms. So the the term streamer no longer exists in you can't say it in France or like it's like official commentary and stuff, um, and you can't you can't use the word esports. Um, so yeah, <laughs> oh, you love to link me to that. I've not seen yeah, that. Yeah, no. it's, it's, when, uh, when you say French, is this like French as in France or like French, French Canadian? No, like Toronto so, prompted me to say because obviously Canada. Can, yeah, um, yeah. So so you're saying they can't say English words on their. Yeah, so they can't they can't streams. use jargon. Basically, they can't use uh, English jargon. So there's no poggers. There's no. It's official terms, so it'll be like esports, uh, like esports player, but like obviously because French, like it's quite an eloquent language. And they, they're not. They're not like something you would shout like shout out. I, I I'll try and find it now. Actually, what I'm not. Yeah, link link me to that. Butcher it, but uh. Yeah, it's just it's because like someone was like, oh, okay, because it was to do with like keeping the French language pure, um, like to to keep the the language going. And someone just put, someone put, okay, I won't say baguette anymore. I'll have to say breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that seems a bit dumb. So uh, yeah. I'm probably is, is, is the up. French language and I mean it's not like the Welsh language where it's been like deliberately suppressed by the English. No, French is no. thriving as far as I'm aware. <laughs> well, uh, like half their colony speakers, so it's like, yeah. it's, um, and and like and Belgium does as well, I think, and maybe Switzerland. Yeah, and and then well. like you got like places like Ghana and Canada. And... Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so esports is je, je video de competition, and then streamer. Right, listen to this mouthful. I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's joueur animateur and direct. Nah, streamer. No, it's just easier. <laughs> so it's it's not even like it's been changed to sort of thing. Like I'm not they couldn't even just like put le, in front, like le streamer. <laughs> yeah, like it's le, le streamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Le is Um, so it says the French are known in this in this article by uh, Channel News. It says the French are known for being highly. Pre- protective of their language and often criticize listen to this now this is rich coming from the french language english englishfication of french how many words have we got from france <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just it's mad crazy you and, say and i'm looking french at the, the photo the now of, of the committee and they're all 80 plus so <laughs> just... hey, yeah look in french the word for Email is email, and the word for sports. Hold on, not sport. Sports is de sports. So how hard would it be to like claim des des sports as French? <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah, it's just it's just it was just a bit like a bit of madness. So is there anything anything else we want to add before we? Uh... No, sorry. I just wanted to bring up that little uh, esports thing. So I, I thought it was it was really interesting. Yeah, it definitely sounds lacking professional and <laughs> long way to be. That's not something the Call of Duty is lacking. What are you on about? Good lord, it's very professional. <laughs> no, like, I mean, a, a lacking, I was joking. I was joking. It is very very unprofessional. I want to see if I can get the keys to victory before we um, go just to see what they say. But I don't think my internet's going to take it right now because I'm downloading stuff. So, yeah, my bad. Anything from you, Phil? Um, the only other thing that's really happened recently was today. 
they released a gameplay trailer for Sonic Frontiers, um, which I'm in two minds about. It 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 looks good, but it it also looks like to like the open world thing doesn't seem to fit. Like, cause they got all like uh, the 3D Sonic games, are, like you know, generally like kind of on rails 3D platforming. So it's all about going fast and like going over a very specific narrow track and just basically jumping and doing all these things. Yeah, and yeah. they've got stuff like that, and you do all these like twists on these wires and stuff. And the, but then they've slapped it in the middle of this like quite realistic looking open green world, which looks more realistic than Sonic. And then Sonic has to like move slower to kind of explore the bits where which where he's not bouncing on springs. So and and the music is all open world flowery stuff, so it doesn't really fit with the high tempo when he's doing the spinning around <laughs> and stuff. So it all seems a bit mishmashed. Obviously the finished product will have to kind of see, but obviously I'm more of a 2D Sonica than a 3D Sonica, so I'm kind of oh. like, this yeah. is not selling me that it was going to be more important than uh, Sonic Origins this year. So Yeah, I, I, I'm not 100% like a fan of that open worldification of everything. Like, it just doesn't... Yeah, I I, th- I think uh, make make more games linear. <laughs> just, yeah, just do please. it, please. Like, you don't, you don't yeah, want... I, I I agree. Uh, it uh, it didn't look incredible, but I'm willing to give it a chance. Um, we we've seen big success with things. Yeah, Kirby doing stuff like this. The, the Kirby's about. meant to be incredible, so. I think it's it's hard to judge off a little bit of thing. I saw people kicking off because there was like railings in the air, and it's like, oh, it doesn't look like Sonic. It's like, shut up! Just wait for it, it, do, it does look quite <sighs> bizarre, bizarre. But yeah, again, like it, it's just just a like seven minute long preview, but it it just seems like oddly matched to me. But on the plus side, they don't have Sonic turn into a werehog, so you know. <laughs> swings and roundabouts. That was a great game. You be damned, okay? No, no, that was terrible. That was absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. They weren't the best. I, I will. Best. I will not hear any other any arguments otherwise. You're not allowed to like it. <laughs> one, is is that the one where Sonic like had a sword? And it was like ancient times. Because there was one that was like ancient times on the Wii or something. Oh, that that was the like. Um, was it? Like an RP, the Sonic RPG. I think so. Um, I've never played it, but I, I know it exists. Same as Sonic 06, which is basically where Sonic like um, makes out with like a human princess in the weirdest case of yeah, like, Sonic. Um, is it is it bestiality if the animals di- the one instigate it? I don't know. <laughs> That's a different question for a different part so, of the internet. Yes. <laughs> I think I think so. Oh, let's not let's not get like the theories now involved. Right, okay. Move on, before, before before the the, the true sexual desires come out, let's let's end it. Oh, what the fuck, hedgehog? So, so uh, no, we, don't Dale wants for the a bat. We all know rouge. <laughs> rouge. Right, again, that's it for this week's episode, guys. <laughs> Cutting it there. So, <laughs> um, so before we go, don't forget that you can find every episode of the podcast on your favorite podcast service and or YouTube. Um, where you can also find additional content like reviews, previews, commentary, and more. 
check the links in the description for all of this to find us on social media and to join our discord server we are everywhere and you should join us so thank you very much for listening we've been uncapped this has been dale this has been phil i've been lloyd and we'll see you next time i've been dale bye Ta-da.